The following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. The pandemic, social unrest, the state house, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Good afternoon, everyone, on this Wednesday. It is February 3rd. Here I am. It is Juan. It is John. Here I am. Here I am. Lord. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM, which is the flamethrower. Try it out. Plug it in on your radio. You can listen on the website. I always encourage people to visit the home of Juan, which is DePietro.com. I want to say good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live now. This is, as I was mentioning, this is our temporary Facebook page for Live for Now. As, uh, and we're getting there. Word is slowly getting out. We're certainly we're way off from where we were quite some time ago. But I think it's it's just like a temporary residence for now. But it still serves our purposes. Think of it, it's like a rent a car. You know, you're not going to be living in again. Car is an app, uh, appropriate thing to say, but it is for now. Please, if you're watching on Facebook and you just find the page. Now, I know some people saying, "Juan, I go to your page and I don't, well, I know that, but we're on a temporary page, which is JD RI Radio." FB Live, JD, RI Radio, Facebook Live. If you find my personal Facebook page, which limits at 5,000 or a little under that, you can get the link there. Okay. Now, the personal page that everyone loves that rocketed this past summer, that one, we have an audience of over 35,000, but we're still working out some issues with Facebook. So that one remains on sabbatical. But I think it will be back. So this is our temporary home. And I appreciate everyone that uh, comes in and joins. And play. Again, see, you know, there's so many people. Juan, where are you? That tells me I'm trying the best I can to get the word out there. Now, this portion of the program, folks, is brought to you by Wiz Coogie. R.E. Coogan and Heating today. As Coogie says, I got to call him later this afternoon. Wiz Coogs, 401-732-6562. I talked to his brother just the other day. I love his brother. <coughs> Excuse me, Brian Coogan, the original Coogs. The guy is all world. He's 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 got a lot of info. 401-732-6562. But listen, we still have a long way to go with uh, winter. Uh, RE Coogan and Heating, helpful, trustworthy, reliable, plumbing, heating, cooling, residential services. As Coogie says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. RE Coogan and Heating. Again, good afternoon to everybody on uh, Facebook Live. We have the live stream going for this hour. And the next hour of the power hour, we do radio only. Now, there is big news, and that is Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo, she just hit a major hurdle. She, she went over a major hurdle. She, uh, how would you say it? She uh, conquered. She passed a big part of this confirmation process, which is it made it out of committee. And now it goes to the main floor of the Senate for a vote. Now, when that happens, we have no reason to believe it's not going to pass the full Senate. She got out of committee pretty handily. She either got either 21, 22 votes. I think there's 24 people. Two or three Republicans didn't vote for her or what have you. But she's out of committee. Now, the reason this is important is so many bills, folks, whether it's in Rhode Island <coughs> excuse me, or in Washington, they stall in committee. The fact that she got out of committee, I mean, that was, that, that was a hurdle to get to. Now, the question is, because tonight, Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo is set to deliver her state of the state, her final state of the state, unless something wildly goes wrong. Now, the question, though, is will the Senate, uh, I have a feeling they will. Uh, Mitch McConnell is working with Chuck Schumer and the Senate, Biden, President Biden has a right to get his nominees confirmed, put them to work. So if you're Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo in the Biden people that's who's leading it they would like a full senate vote and we're going to be watching that because when that is scheduled and happens they'd like it to happen before the end of the week if it doesn't happen in the end of the week it just runs into a little bit of turbulence because of on monday the senate impeachment trial for president trump against now we don't know how long that's going to go by the way so um but it could just delay things a little bit uh not the end of the world i thought last hour dan mcgowan Pointed out pretty well, and he is terrific. If you missed it, we'll have it posted up on the website, but Dipetro.com. But he um, he points out that they're really in transition mode between Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo 
<coughs> excuse me, folks, and Lieutenant Governor, incoming Governor Dan McKee. So, and it is a process. When she finally, it passes, I would imagine when she gets word that it's, it's in motion, she will zip off to Washington. And then it's, you know, you're sworn in. Mayor Pete, was you're sworn in by the vice president as secretary of commerce. So it's, you know, and it'll be just her immediate family. It's not like a huge deal. But anyhow, but I would imagine they like to do that like right away. There's no delay in something like that. You know, I remember hearing that uh, the former mayor, rest in peace now, Buddy Seen. True. I, I don't know. Somebody just tweeted. I hear a lot of confusion. Well, I don't know if confusion is the right word. Uncertainty. Uh, well, it is with good reason. There is uncertainty. Because we don't know when that's going to happen. So so those, but it, it is happening. And then I think it's interesting. Dan McGowan said, um, okay, now this is, this is interesting. Uh, Ted Nisi, who I think is very plugged in. Senator John Cornyn, Texas, cast out any more Biden nominees will be confirmed until after the Senate finishes budget resolution impeachment trial, potentially delaying for weeks. If there's a delay in nominations, because of their choice. So now that is an interesting uh, development. That is a very interesting uh, development. So that means she could remain governor for um, Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo. That's she could remain governor for the month of February. So they could just be in this transition mode. I still don't think she's still not going to talk to the press. But I think that's um, that's pretty good info. That Now, that, that could just be that they're trying to negotiate something. But Senator John Cornyn cast out any more than how many is going to be confirmed until after they finish the budget, budget resolution and impeachment trial. Now, that could be, again, a bargaining chip within the um, the budget procedure that they're going for. So I think that that's an interesting development. Now, I also want to touch on, <coughs> excuse me, folks, I apologize for that. The, the, uh, again, I apologize. I, I hate someone who coughs when they're on the radio. I don't like it when I cough when I'm on the radio. It just happens a little bit. It's more dryness than anything. Not a COVID cough. Uh, this story regarding Rhode Island State Senator Tierra Mack and, and, and already – they're already laying out that this is, well, I'm going to explain it to you in just a moment, but I want to remind you that this portion of the show, folks, is brought to you by Competition Shooting Supplies. Remember, when they say defund the police, we say Competition Shooting Supplies. You need to protect yourself, your family, your Second Amendment rights. Stop it and see John Francis, firearms ammunition. Call him at 727-1716, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. It's Competition Shooting Supplies. Stop it and see John Francis. You take exit... 2A, right off of 95, you're going to go past the Attleboro train station and at the intersection of Newport Avenue and Benefit Street, hang the left on Benefit Street, and boom, there you are at competition shooting supplies. Go see John Francis. Now, <clears throat> last night, there is a um, a woman in Florida, Laura Loomer. She ran for Congress. She broke a story. She has a website. I was unaware of it. Loomered. She broke a story about State Senator Tierra Mack. And last night, I added to it a little bit. And if you go to DePetro.com, you can read the story. Black Lives Matter state senator under fire for car accident. So there she is. And you can again see it. State Senator Tierra Mack under fire for car accident. It's right at DePetro.com. Now, I have the link to the Laura Loomer story, by the way. And just a quick reminder, DePetro.com. Which is brought to you by, don't forget, which is brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. You have the direct link through to Coogie. Call them, 401-732-6562. Heating and cooling. You need heating this time of year. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Now, the Providence Journal has done a story, and I think it's a weak story. And I think this story is developing. And just to, I'll break it down a little bit. I think this story is worth looking into. I can tell you that. Tierra Mack, I don't know this person. She just won. She lives, I think it's District 6, which is the Camp Street area of Providence. Give a little background on her. Um, I did send her some questions. She's ignoring me. So let me, um, let's see. Tierra Mack describes herself 
Senator for Rhode Island District 6, she, her, queer reproductive justice advocate. She works for uh, Planned Parenthood. Um, let's see. So she has gone quiet on social media for now. She has gone quiet. Yes, she's gone quiet on social media. And um, you can see my page. She is um, She is certainly not afraid to... Uh, well, if you go to thepetro.com, you see some of the what she paints on her eyes. I can't say on the radio, just as far as the language. But um, the story that um, is out there about her, and again, I'll, I'll give credit that the the Providence Journal <clears throat> they were able to talk to her. She hasn't really well. She hasn't talked to anyone else. But here's the journal story. But I'll fill in the blanks a little bit. A minor, why do they, a minor crash in the parking lot moments before a session of the Rhode Island Senate has caused paperwork heartache for Rhode Island Senator Tierra Mack, whose car registration had lapsed, who put off getting a Rhode Island driver's license, moving to the state in 2018, moving back to the state in 2018. Now, she attended Brown 2012, graduates, gets her master's at BU. <clears throat> she has... So they've been meeting, the state Senate's been meeting at Rhode Island College. The House of Reps meets at Vets Auditorium. No one's meeting at the State House, which is totally ridiculous since they put all that plexiglass in and spent it on where the Rhode Island House Reps sit. But anyhow, so the journal media shots say the incident has provided fodder for right-wing media outlets, which they're trying to say she fraudulently assumed office. I don't know about that. But they write that she arrived in the Rhode Island College campus January 19th, and they're held there on Tuesdays, uh, which has room for social distancing. She claims that she pulled into a parking space, she got in an accident. According to the Providence Police report, Mac provided her home address in Providence in, this is interesting, a South Carolina driver's license. You're a Rhode Island state senator. Why do you have a South Carolina driver's license? She says, my car is registered in Rhode Island, but the registration lapsed during the pandemic. Well, it lapsed apparently back in April. This is February 2021. So the police report shows she's a 2014 Toyota Prius was towed. Captain Commander Tom Verde said it was towed because it lacked a valid registration, not because it was damaged. She said it was towed through her insurance company to the parking lot of her apartment building. She won't drive it till she gets proof that the registration is valid. Now, if you log on to Petro.com, I have uh, a link to the original story. The original story, which has <clears throat> where they're questioning, is she really a state rep? What are we to make of this? Black Lives Matter activist turned elected state senator to year Raise interesting questions her driving and driver's license. Meeting on the campus, online report. And again, I want to go on that online report. BLM activist, who's now Rhode Island State Senator, may have fraudulently assumed office. Who is Tierra Mack? Freshman state senator, avowed BLM activist. But is she a legal resident of Rhode Island? This is from the, the Loomer.com. Senator Mack likely committed. Now, this is them saying, not me. Committed fraud by running in the state of Rhode Island. In order to run for any government position in Rhode Island, you have to be a registered voter. According to her driver's license, she's a resident of South Carolina. January 19th, traffic accident at Rhode Island College, according to the police report. Her driver's license is still registered in South Carolina. The vehicle she was driving lacked a valid registration, but had Rhode Island plates. Now, very soon, they get the Rhode Island State Senate plates. They get the special plates. The reps get the plates. Pretty soon, she's going to be driving around with that. Um, police were contacted. So, blah, blah, blah. She's originally from South Carolina. Moved to Rhode Island when she attended Brown University. Graduating 2016. Pursued her Master's of Education degree at BU. 2016-2018. She's a youth organizer for Planned Parenthood. Thank you. Where does she reside? According to the police report, she has an apartment in Rhode Island, yet changed, 
hasn't changed her license. Voter ID laws in Rhode Island. Beginning January 1st, 2012, any person claimed to be a registered eligible voter desires to vote primary election, special election, provide proof of identity. Proof of identity should be valid if expired, expired no more than six months prior to voting. Valid uh, photograph of the person, driver's license, Rhode Island voter ID card, passport, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it goes on. Um the police report, which documents that Senator Tiara Mack has a South Carolina driver's license, shows she's already in violation of Rhode Island driving laws, which require residents to get a, a Rhode Island driver's license uh, with, within the first 30 days of their residency in order to drive in Rhode Island. A Rhode Island resident must hold a Rhode Island ID. Seeking public office in Rhode Island requires voter registration. The police report clearly has a date, which means she's in violation of Rhode Island election laws and driver laws. A photo of Mac posted of herself the day she filed her candidacy, so she wrote eight years in the section, which asked how long she's been a Rhode Island resident. In her photo, she said, I'm officially filed for candidacy today, blah, blah, blah. Um, clearly, uh, active form of deception, given her driver's license from South Carolina. How did she get around this and who signed off on her paperwork? Is it possible she used her brown ID card as identification? Possible, but it expired in 2016. Other forms of identification would not have established residency. That's true. She was then apparently in Boston, 2016, 2018. The Rhode Island DMV states within 30 days of moving to Rhode Island, you must obtain a Rhode Island driver's license required by law. She announced her campaign June of 2019. According to Secretary of State, anyone who seeks state office must be a resident of Rhode Island for at least 30 days. By not changing her license within 30 days, she broke the law. If she didn't claim residency, she could not legally run. After establishing she isn't legally resident of Rhode Island, one might, who knew? One must be approved to be in the ballot. Who failed to address this? Now, again, this is the Loomer.com. Secretary of State's office set these guidelines. How can they just ignore them? Secretary of State Nellie Gorbia, now this is according to them, must have known about this fraudulently electing a state senator. It's her job or duty to conduct the state elections. Maybe the late filing threw her off. Furthermore, her filing wasn't notarized. Between locked police records, unnotarized filings, and out-of-state ID, we have no other trust to say this was a, now their claim it was a fraudulent win. In order to run, the requirements include, in Rhode Island, all candidates must adhere to the same filing procedure. First, a candidate must file a declaration of candidacy, blah, 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 declaration of candidacy. Um, how could they miss this? We should also, as this is them now, what are the implications? Now, they say she should be fired promptly for a position she illegally ran for. Well, it would be more like resign. If State Senator Mack is okay with committing fraud into the office, what else will she do? And then there's just some questions here. Not only is she driving illegally in the state, by not updating her address, she ran illegally. She's not a legal resident. So now I'm not going to go, I don't know about some of that. I don't know this business on whether or not she, in fact, I, I think it's unclear right now if she ran fraudulently. Now, Tierra Mack, State Senator Mack, gives the police South Carolina driver's license. Notice the journal puts in after a minor crash. Why not just put after a crash? So there she is. Now, what's her reaction? It's at the bottom of the story. Mack says she was not issued a summons. The freshman senator. This is Tierra Mack of Providence, state senator. She defeated Harold Metz, longtime state senator. She described herself as the first black, queer, poor, Ivy League educated female to win a seat in the Rhode Island Senate, has become a target for critics since her election. Listen to this, dismissing the allegations. So I want you to listen to this, folks, because this is wildly important. And this is how everything. And by the way, her defenders are out there. They're attacking the Providence Journal for running the story. They're attacking Kathy Gregg for retweeting the story. So this is about a state senator driving it around in an unregistered car, and she doesn't have a Rhode Island license. What does she say to it? Now, think of what I just laid out for you. You're an elected state senator. 
You were in an accident at Rhode Island College attending session. So you're an elected official. You have an, you're driving an unregistered car and you have a license from South Carolina. Right now, those are the facts of the case, as they say. What's her response to this? This is nothing but an attack on a queer black woman with work to do in the state legislature. Well, this is nothing but an attack on a queer black woman. There's, number one, this has nothing to do with her sexual preference. Number two, it has nothing to do with gender. Number three, it has nothing to do with race. Let's be very clear about this at 1227. No one who's an elected official, a state rep, states anyone. First of all, no one should be driving an unregistered car. Anyone who's an elected official certainly should not be driving a car. Now, to get through the whole thing with the journal, <clears throat> Tom Verdi, who highest form of credibility in my eyes, um, said when an officer came across a lapse registration, the owner's given a summons. By the time the court date arrives, the owner's renewed their legislation registration and the case is dismissed. Any driver moving to Rhode Island from another state is required to get a Rhode Island driver's license within 30 days. <clears throat> 30 days. She's been here for two years. If they come to police attention after 30 days and they haven't obtained a Rhode Island driver's license, they're advised to get one. Neither elapsed registration nor failing to switch from another state driver's license is a crime, both at traffic violations. She was not issued a summons. Now, listen, I don't know enough to say this was a fraudulent election. I'm not, let me just, I'm not willing to, you know, so to speak, go there. But at the same time, this should not be swept under the rug. And I, I just think so far, her version of events just doesn't seem to add up. As far as the timeline, the timeline is important and all documents need to be looked at. All documents with this need to be looked at. Um, absolutely. And again, this has I want to be very, very clear. <clears throat> this has nothing to do with sexual preference, gender or race. As she says, well, this is just an attack on a queer black woman. No, you're an elected state senator. That's what this is. You're an elected state senator. This is not an attack on a queer black woman. This is, it's not even an attack. These are valid questions for an elected state senator who very shortly would be riding around the state with a license plate that identifies her as a state senator. And and if this had not happened in an unregistered car, and she has a South Carolina driver's license. Now, I think the Republican Party is fully within their right to run this down and make sure all the paperwork is how how it's supposed to be. And nothing more. But <clears throat> she should not be. Um, first of all, she's not noticed like she's under attack. I am under attack because I'm a queer black woman. No, you're first of all, you're not under attack. But these are legitimate questions to ask ask someone who was asked, who is in a traffic accident, South Carolina driver's license, and an unregistered car that has Rhode Island plates on it. So I don't I don't know how do you register a car with an out of state license? Can you? Could someone with a Massachusetts license register their car in Rhode Island? I, I don't see how you can do that. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure that the Woonsocket police have been cracking down on people with Massachusetts plates seemingly residing in Rhode Island. Uh, we know that people a lot of times register their cars in Florida, but they live in Rhode Island to avoid you know, taxes. But is it the same thing with, with South Carolina? Has she been paying? What about, the, what about the car tax? Has this person been paying the has she been paying the car tax? That that we don't know about. Has she been paying the car tax? I don't know how she, I'm not sure how she would be paying the car tax. So, um, <laughs> my God, let me just, uh, that report, really interesting. 
Interesting. Never received it. All right. I don't think I ever received it. So the me- local media had this. I'm hearing the report was released two weeks ago to the media and no one ran with it. Now, that's really interesting. If that's the case, let me just confirm the police report. The police report was released two weeks. I don't don't remember getting that. I'd have to go back and look through. I am on the mailing list for the Providence police. I think I would have remembered receiving that. So apparently, huh, I don't remember if, if at all, if I received that. It certainly did not stick out, but I will um, check into that. What, what are we to make of that? That the media received this story <clears throat> that a sitting state senator is riding around with a South Carolina driver's license and an unregistered vehicle and... No one in the media. I just learned about it because of the Luma report from yesterday. So I think that's very, very interesting. All right. I'm going to hold off on that part of it. Folks, I want to remind you, we still have a long way to go. Remember Henry Oil. Call them today, 401 5210200 Henry Oil, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery, automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. Call Henry Oil today, 401 5210200 Henry Oil, all of burner service and installation since 1947. It's Henry Oil, 401 401- Five two one zero two hundred four zero one five two one zero two hundred serving most of Rhode Island and southeastern Mass. It's Henry Oil. Well, folks, good afternoon. It is twelve thirty three. Now I want to just double check because the news that we want to watch. How about John Kerry defends taking private jet to accept climate award in Iceland? Wow. Let me see Ted Nisi. Other than. Um, Let's see. Uh, let's see. Ted Nisi has tweeted out, not hard to imagine our timing could slip. Not hard to imagine our timing could slip and Governor Munder's confirmation vote if it doesn't happen this week. Impeachment starts Monday. Republicans unhappy about that and budget re- resolution, so no consent for a vote. Then the Senate has a recess February 15th to the 19th. So now you're talking February 22nd. Then Nisi or Ted Niseros puts out, other than just because he can do that, I don't know why he would do that. Talking about McConnell blocking Biden's nominees from the floor over the next two weeks. So Governor Amundo, folks, boy, this really could be delayed now till uh, till the end of the month. Certainly till the end of the month. Um, oh, wow. Um, that, I you know, I don't know what that what that means for what that would mean for well i i actually let me think about it. nothing she's not resigning until she gets it i know some people have said rhode island governor gina Raimondo needs to step down she's not stepping down she is not stepping down so she is not resigning until she is confirmed as commerce secretary that's just a fact so people can say that they think that she should but she is not stepping down until until that goes through. And so that what does that mean for Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee? That's just the way it's going to go. I'm looking at some of these other stories right now. Federal mask cops start targeting if you have a bare face. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't. I, are we still? Are we still fighting over the mask? I mean, how are we still fighting over the masks? We're still fighting over the masks? Like, are, are you kidding? We're still fighting over that. Uh, whether or not anyone should should be wearing the mask. Um, as I played the, the other day, the, the story about the reporter out in Wyoming, and no one was wearing a mask. But they also, they don't... They don't have a bad breakout there. They don't have a bad breakout now. But this this is a, a development with Governor Mundo that, you know, 
right now the House Republicans want her nomination delayed. They want to put on hold until her and the Biden administration will answer some questions on China. In case you're just tuning in right now, good afternoon, folks. At 1236, it's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. So Governor Mundo, her nomination, Rhode Island Governor Judy Raimondo, her nomination to become Commerce Secretary, the good news for Governor Mundo is that it made it out of the committee and it passed. Her problem now is what happens now. When does it get to the Senate for a vote? Now, the longer the longer that it's delayed, the more that some problems could develop. And if you're the Biden people or if you are certainly the Ramundo people, they want this to just go through um they want this to go through as quickly as possible, without question. And they don't want, you don't want any type of delay because things can happen. I mean, who knows what could happen? And then suddenly, well, um, how about this? The owner of several local nursing homes, nearly 100 residents have died. This is Channel 12, have come under fire. Its former CEO received a $5 million bonus despite accepting millions in federal relief money. How is that possible? What? Who's getting a bonus with everything going on? Let me just see who that is. Genesis, the owner of uh, Genesis Healthcare, largest uh, publicly traded nursing home chain, seven facilities in Rhode Island, paid its former CEO, George Hager, and other executives millions and that was even after the Federal's Care Act. What a disgrace. I tell you, the, um, let me just see. Oh, okay. Oh, they have the list. I thought maybe we'd know exactly where in, in Rhode Island it is, but you got to dig a little bit. But I want to get back to this um, Tierra Mac story because all of her, this state senator, uh, this, this needs to be run down. This needs to be examined. And I will say that um, I I understand why, with this atmosphere, certain people are leery of going after someone like this. Because look at immediately how she punches back. This is the individual. And this was between Christmas and New Year's. Right at the beginning of the year, Channel 10 did an interview with the new incoming speaker. And they were going to hear an episode on 10 News Conference where the host was saying, what are we to make of this fierce pose? And that's the way it was described. And she said, we're not coming to the table. We're bringing the table to the state house." Well, you know, there was a lot of pushback. And then that episode never reared. They pulled it because of pushback from this Black Lives Matter elected state senator, Tierra Mack, and some of her... You know, the real progressives started saying that's racist and all this. I mean, they just make charges. So here's someone who's driving with a South Carolina license and an unregistered car and they get in an accident. And when asked about it, the first thing she says, oh, you're just asking me because I'm a a queer black woman. No, no, no. It is it is it has nothing to do with gender. It has nothing to do with sexuality and it has nothing to do with race. Just because you're an elected state senator does not mean you're above the law. Now, one of her defenders said, oh, uh, Dominic Ruggiero, the Senate president, got busted for a deal. Yeah, I remember that. I broke the story. I broke the story when uh, Ruggiero got busted on a DUI and then Senator Frank Chacon was threatening the. I remember that. It's not like the media hid from it. Now, we want to get more details on this, but um, this coverage No one up in that building should be above the law. And if you want to live here, never let alone run and hold office, I don't think we're asking too much to say you have to have a Rhode Island driver's license and a registered car. She's saying she walked the district. She didn't drive. 
I mean, how this is how ridiculous this thing is going to get. Folks, again, I have the story on the website, petro.com, which is sponsored by Relax Souls. If you heard about this, and it's S-O-L-E-S, Reflexology, Lisa Wood. You can call or text her at 401-742-6621. Now, Reflexology, it's different from massage. Maybe you're stressed out. Maybe you have some pain. You'd like to try something different. Try Lisa Wood Reflexology because it uses the application of pressures to the feet and the hands generally. Now, most time you go for a massage, you lay down and they're, you know, doing everything on your back. This is different. This is the theory behind it. It's the areas of the foot correspond to organs and systems of the body. It boosts your immune function. Face, ear, hands, and feet. Reflexology. Lisa Wood. Call or text her, 401-742-6621. You can directly link through the website to Petro.com. This portion of the John DePetro Show, folks, there's a lot of accidents out there this time of year because of all the snow and the ice and people are not paying attention. Remember, if you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence, West Fountain Auto Body, 401 401- 272-3340. Right off of 95, do you know someone that was in an accident? Did someone hit your car? Bring your vehicle to West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. It's West Fountain Auto Body. Well, folks, good afternoon. 1243. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. I'm just checking some of the uh, headlines. Senate committee okays Governor uh, Governor Raimondo's nomination for Commerce Secretary. But as I was just explaining, that sounds like with politics that that could be held up for a while. There's no guarantee that needs to still hit the Senate. So it did get out of committee. It's a, it's a process. Now, when, all you need are 51 votes. And the fact that it passed, I think it was 22 to 2 or 21 to 3. So it definitely, 21 to 3. So 21 votes out of 24. So we have no reason to believe that that would get tied up. Or held back or that she would not get all you need is 51 votes. But now the problem is everything just goes on hold. And we are stuck in this situation where who's running the state? Someone's going to be in charge. Governor Mundo is checked out. We've known that she was getting ready for to move to Washington. So now it becomes incoming Governor Dan McKee. But they just have to wait. It is out of their hands. There is uh, there's no way that they can speed this whole thing up. Rhode Island Senator Max shows out-of-state ID after a crash. So that is a very interesting story that she did talk to the Providence Journal. I reached out to this Black Lives Matter activist, Senator, um, State Senator Tierra Mack, and I reached out to her. So her home address is in Providence, but she has a South Carolina driver's license. She says, my car is registered in Rhode Island, but the registration lapsed during the pandemic. The DMV to prevent the spread of COVID, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that was back in April. Well, you've had a, certainly enough time to get it uh, to switch over. She asked Capitol Police, Campus Police. I heard initially she hit the car and then tried to walk away as though nothing had happened. That's what I heard. From someone that was there. But why does she have a South Carolina driver's license? Why does she list a Providence address, but a South Carolina driver's license? Now think of this. She's being asked these questions. Follow this now. And again, I recognize right now at 1246, most of you, uh, I didn't know about her until she won the primary. State Senator Tierra Mack. So that's her. I'm holding up a picture of everybody on uh, Facebook Live. So, but just, you know, how do you have a discussion with someone like this? So she's, I think these are legitimate questions. You were in a car crash. 
you list this Camp Street as your home address, yet you have a South Carolina driver's license and you're driving a car that is unregistered. Those are the questions. Here's her response. Well, this is nothing but an attack on a queer black woman. Well, (laughs) is that what you say if you get pulled over? Right? Can I see your license and registration, please? You're attacking me because I'm a queer black woman. No, I'm, first of all, no one's attacking you. You are driving. You don't have seemingly a Rhode Island ID. You have a South Carolina driver's license, a car that is unregistered. She claims my car has been registered in Rhode Island since 2018. I've been filling out the proper paperwork and I'm waiting for it to be updated. When? When did she fill it out? She's initiated the paperwork for getting a Rhode Island driver's license. When? This could have been done back in April. This could have been done back in March. This could have been done back in May. Did she start doing this right now after the accident? Now, someone is telling me that local media knew about this right after it happened. I I don't have all the details on that. This was first published. And I also want to be very clear. I I don't know enough yet. Um, We want to deal in facts. Someone sent me a message, you know, check with the Board of Elections. Well, we don't know about the Board of Elections. I'm not ready, as I said. The initial story said that she fraudulently won the election and therefore any vote she casts or she shouldn't be allowed to be a state senator because she was not a Rhode Island resident when she ran for office. I, I can I believe that people looking into the paperwork and, you know, I think this story raises some some interesting questions that deserve to be answered. And I also think that if you have an elected official Uh, I don't think we're asking too much that they drive around in a registered car. I don't think that we're, and and this has nothing to do with gender or race. If there is a, I don't care who it is, whoever it is, if you're a, a rep or a state senator or state rep, or if you are a mayor, anyone that has, first of all, everyone has to have a registered vehicle. If you don't have one, I think it's made worse when you're an elected official and especially someone who is, as I said, about to be given a special license plate. I think a lot of those reps feel that they're not going to get pulled over if they're driving in a vehicle that has that special license plate that identifies them as, you know, as a state senator or a state rep. Um And so, therefore, maybe she thought, well, no one's certainly not going to pull me over. But there's been ample time to do this. Don't You can't blame the pandemic on everything. This thing, she's had two years to get a new driver's license. And she's had since April to register the car. Is this someone that feels they're above the law walking the district? Folks, I want to remind you to stop it and see our friends Ron and Melissa. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Open one, uh, they are located 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. It's Ron and Melissa, Ron's Pastry Gourmet, where they have fresh, delicious food. Stop in and see them. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, delicious cannolis. They also have delicious calzones and sandwiches and sausage and pepper. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, eggplant, meatball calzones, buffalo chicken calzones. Philly cheesesteak calzones, pepperoni and cheese calzones, uh, chicken parm, plain and deluxe spinach pies. They have the old-fashioned pizza strips and cakes and brownies and still have the Trump chocolate donuts. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop it and see them. Located 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Look for them on Facebook. They're right off of Silver Spring Street. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Good afternoon at 1251. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. I want to just, again, check, uh, try to give you the latest. We're going to follow. Um, let me just... Um, um, Hold on. Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee just announced his 20-member transition advisory group. 
His office will provide advice on the pandemic response. So he has this 20-member transition group. Co-chair, a doctor, also uh, Johnston Mayor Joe Policina. So this is the uh, COVID advisory group. Let me just see if there's any names. Uh, Dr. Ja, we recognize him. A lot of doctors here. Major General Callahan, the Narragansett Town Manager, Jim Turney. Barrington Town Manager, uh, Warwick Mayor, Frank Pacozzi, Lynn Urbani for the Rhode Island House. She's still there. Big uh, Matty Yellow ally. Uh, Senator Bridget Valvedere, Jamestown Administrator, Jamie Hainsworth, Bob Walsh, of course. Well, you got to get the teachers union in there. East Providence Mayor Roberto Robert De Silva and M. Teresa Piva-Weed. So that's very interesting. <clears throat> I just get the feeling that a lot of this is, um, oh, good. Retired oral surgeon Dr. Richard Gordon is found guilty of assault and disorderly conduct on his Iranian-American neighbor. But the judge isn't convinced the incident was a hate crime. Sentencing continues next week. Story to come. This was the first hate crime case the attorney generals has brought to trial in more than five years now that's the guy if you go to my website depetro.com i'm going to re um submit some of the stories that i did on that including some of the video on that let me just see i think uh oh she doesn't have it all right amanda melkovitz has it i'll give her credit she breaks the story so he is dr richard gordon guilty assault and disorderly conduct on his Iranian American neighbor but this is big the judge isn't convinced it was a hate crime so you know that term and hate crime is thrown around a lot I mean it is absolutely tossed around um, a lot and and most of the time when it's thrown out they the people that are making these allegations they they don't know what they're talking about so, um, so folks, but you know, this thing like with Tierra Mack, the state senator again, who was in a car accident, has a South Carolina driver's license and a car that's unregistered. Um, as much as someone could just say, hey, you know, well, she didn't get around to it. Well, when does it bleed into the feeling that the rules are meant for everybody else? When does it cross over into, you know, what if everybody did that? There are plenty of people. Where, why is it okay? Why is it okay for her that she doesn't have to register her car or get her an island driver's license? She's holding office. So she must have been showing some form of identification when she was filling out all these things. The question is, what was she showing? Hey, folks, I want to remind you about our friend Marie at It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 401-305-3585. But better yet, uh, it's dry out on this Wednesday Stop in and see Marie. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. It's right across from Davenport Restaurant. You probably have driven past this location hundreds of times in the historic Old White Church where she has vitamins, herbal remedies, local products like the incredible acai berry, which is the incredible antioxidant, which uh, Marie, I drink this every day. You just need a little bit. Incredible antioxidant of acai berry. Now, she also has over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices, hemp and CBD products, oral and topical use. Uh, Stop it and see Marie. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Natural skincare products, hair care products. Stop it and see Marie. It's my health. Because remember, it's your health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Folks, uh, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online. At the website, depetro.com. Don't forget, our website is sponsored by Krantz Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, where you can get body armor, ammo, pepper spray, food storage, surplus provisions. Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, a mile and a half from Garden City. Stop in and see Tanya and Frank and Kyle at Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. <clears throat> so the big news again. The big news of the day at 12.56. Now, we're going to break for the 1 o'clock news coming up. We have another full hour to go, radio only. 
but another full hour to go on the program. Tonight is Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo will deliver her, it's expected to be, um, expected to be her final state of the state. I'm also seeing, um, <clears throat> this is unusual, General Assembly news release. Representative Edwards condemns homophobic comments from Tiverton officials, she has his names. Representative John Edwards, Democrat of Portsmouth, majority floor manager of the House, has condemned homophobic statements by, made by Tiverton Town Councilman Jay Edwards. He also wants everyone to know they're not related. Councilman Edwards has been criticized for posting homophobic comments Monday on social media directed at a 21-year-old male resident. It's caused a huge amount of confusion since I've been known as Jay all my life. Uh, added to the confusion is Representative son, John Edwards, is also an act, is active in Tiverton Town Government, serving on the Budget Committee. Well, <clears throat> you know, they're not the first ones that have had. That is unusual that you get um, something like that. But just to repeat the, the big news, Governor Mundo, it did she um, she did make it out of committee. Her nomination passed, made its way out of committee. The question now is when will this head to the full Senate floor? It has to pass there. You need 51 votes. Again, we have no reason to believe she's not going to get 51 votes. But as of right now, um, they, they she is just in a waiting game because um, the fact is, is now it's just tied up in the Senate. And as I mentioned, uh, Ted Nisia put out, Senator John Cornyn of Texas says, ah, I'm not convinced we're going to be able to pass any of these nominees uh, because the Senate, uh, the budget resolution and the impeachment trial. So there's talk now that this may not happen until, let's see, today is February 3rd. Then they have the break. Winter recess is the week of the 15th. So Governor Amundo may have to wait one, two. It could be the week of February 22nd before uh, her nomination would hit the Senate floor. All right. We have a full hour to go here on the program. The power hour is next. Folks, remember also, if you're listening right now on this Wednesday and you're having a heating problem, call Cal Engineering. Licensed in Rhode Island of Massachusetts, 401-351-7600. Now, next hour, I'm going to uh, tell you a little bit about that Marjorie Taylor Greene, where they're going to be voting today on whether or not they're going to strip her of some committee assignments. And then the latest, this is a developing story with this state senator, Tierra Mack, who a uh, very unusual story that she has a Rhode Island. She does not have a Rhode Island driver's license, South Carolina driver's license. The car is unregistered. She was in an accident. So we're going to break for the one o'clock news. We have another full hour to go. Leave it right here. AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. It is the John DePietro show right now. It is one o'clock.